You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast to help you get unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. I'm Becca, entrepreneur and mother of two. And I'm Carol, your dating and relationship coach. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? So we had someone write in something kind of fun and different for us. And you know what? If other people want to send us articles that they think are interesting or give us ideas of what we can talk about, you don't have to write a personal question if you're feeling anxious about that. You can just send us an article. That's what Taylor did. So we received from Taylor a New York Times article called Why You Procrastinate. It has nothing to do with self-control by Charlotte Lieberman. And we both thought this was kind of a, a good time to bring it up and talk about it since last week we were talking about Focus, Focus. Yes. and next week, yeah, next week we're going to talk about day job versus dream job. And I think we both kind of felt like procrastination is nicely settled in between the two because without a focus, I think it's easy to for procrastination to creep into your life and kind of knock you off path. Mm-hmm. And also, I think we, a lot of us are procrastinating on moving into, you know, where we might really want to be because of lots of different factors, but in a lot of ways, you know, really fear. What do you think? I agree. I agree. Um, I think that both of us were kind of talking about the things that we were procrastinating on. And it's funny because me and Becca are living like night and day lives right now where Becca's life is full to the brim with things that she has to get done every day. And for the first time in my life, I'm not working. I'm just like pregnant at home. And like I have like too much time. So we kind of came to this like from two different angles here. Yeah. And I, I do think that both have their struggles. Like in some way, when you say that, you know, I want to my my impulse is to be like, oh, I'm so jealous of you. But I honestly think that if tomorrow I woke up with like nothing to do, I'd probably have a, a breakdown. <laughs> You know, it's it's hard. And similarly, like if you woke up in my life tomorrow, you would be like, "What? Right? <laughs> what is this?" I know. I was about no. to. S- I was about to say the same thing. Yes. <laughs> Stop the train. This is terrible. But the thing is, I think that the the best thing would to find somewhere in the middle where you absolutely where you are getting things done and you have things that you need to do and need to get done, but you also have this space to kind of think about the bigger picture. And mm-hmm. where you really want your life to be going instead of being stuck in the day to day. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely right. You're you're like at a zero, I'm at a ten, and we should both be working more toward the middle, right? Yeah, absolutely. So in the article, um, she talks about how procrastination is not laziness; it's self harm, and it has more to do with your emotions and your emotional state and how you feel about a certain task than anything else and a quote from the article that i really like is it says that when we procrastinate we're not only aware that we're avoiding the task in question but that doing so is probably a bad idea and yet we do it anyway and i think that we do this all the time in life you know what i mean like we go out and we get drunk the night before we have to wake up really early (laughs) and get something done and we just like we shoot ourselves in the foot all the time and in the article she mentions that um, we kind of see our future selves as a completely totally different person and I had to kind of like chuckle when I read that because it is so true like you you don't think about it as a completely different person like consciously but when you are putting your things off for someone (laughs) 
for your future self to do, you kind of think that's going to be this better person that can handle it. Like you right. drink all night and you're like, oh, you know, I'll be fine the next morning. I know I have to wake up at 6 a.m., but that's okay. Like I'll be good. And then when you wake up at 6 a.m., you're like, fuck, what yeah. did I do? Why was I so stupid? <laughs> Why well, am I such an idiot? you're also mad at the you from the night before. Like they're a different person too. Exactly. You like want to, you know, you want to hit them. You're like, why didn't you just, why didn't you stick to the plan? You know, <laughs> right. why'd exactly. you leave this for me to deal with? Exactly. It's so funny. Well, and what she says is that's called present bias. So it means that just like, like from uh, evolutionary standpoint, we are kind of predisposed to being in the moment. So you know, immediate needs take precedent over future needs. And that makes sense because, you know, you have to protect yourself. You have to eat. You have to, you know, run away from a, a predator. Right. But in our day and age, the present bias still exists. And it's a lot of times it just serves to, like you said, shoot us in the foot. You know, I thought this was really interesting because she frames the whole thing. Like often we talk about procrastination being something to do with self-control or laziness. But really, she was saying that um, there's a lot of research that says that it's really about more emotional regulation. So right. you are more likely to procrastinate when there's a task ahead of you that causes you to have some kind of emotional uncomfortability. Anxiety makes you sad, makes you feel, you know, I think for most people, it's probably like unworthy or scared that they're not going to be able to finish or do it well enough or right. you know that you can feel this paralysis around doing things that make you feel uncomfortable right so you just instead slide in a very easy comfortable task that you know you can do and it gives you a little bit of a sense of relief right exactly you know when we're talking about our opposite lives right now like I have like all the time in the world like I'm not working for the first time in my life really since I was like 15 and it's a yeah. it's really strange because it's like what do I do and at first I was putting a house together or like I was so sick in the beginning of my pregnancy that I was just like I don't care like I'll just throw up and sleep all day whatever but that's fair <laughs> but now that's it's fair. like I just have all this time and what I'm really procrastinating on right now is getting this room in my house together. It's the only room since we moved in February. It is now May. It is literally the only room that's unpacked. And it's my office. And it's because I'm, you know, it's because like I feel anxious and uncomfortable around like starting my YouTube videos again, which I've kind of um, taken a hiatus on. And it makes me feel like kind of scared to do this and if I have my office set up then I have no reason to not do these videos again and so I haven't set up my office <laughs> and I right. do all this dumb shit instead well not dumb but I'll choose to clean the kitchen or clean all the bathrooms or like shop for baby stuff or you know I'll right. do literally anything to avoid this instead of just right. getting it done you know Right. And you were saying, you know, like that at this time in your life, you know, you have these wide open days. And I was like, if you have all that time, there's no reason that you shouldn't be unpacking those rooms and getting back to the work you want to do. And it's obviously because, you know, it must be because you started and then you stopped. And like the life, you know, your life circumstances, of course, changed. You moved, you're in a new environment. You know, we've talked about all that before. Right. But I think it, I think I think you can have a confidence lapse when you begin something yeah. and then you stop. Oh yeah. And then you're going to, you know, I think you want to start again, but you feel like, but what if I stop again? Right. You know, what if like, what if people think that I'm just, you know, a, a start stopper, like you can start right. getting in your head about all this stuff that, you know, really like if you did start again, you would probably 
slowly but surely you would feel better and more confident and have the the drive to keep going exactly and i think that when you stop something it's even harder to start than the first time it was because you do have all those emotions and things and you are when you are doing something on a consistent basis it gets easier and easier and easier and then when you stop and you have to start from zero again and it's like all like uncomfortable like for me it would be all uncomfortable to be in front of the camera again and talking to a camera when when i like at the time where i stopped it was like so easy because i had done it over and over and over again but to talk about how we kind of put stuff off our future selves i was talking you know i was talking about you know i have like completely free open days and soon I'll have a baby, you know, I'll go Mm -hmm. back to work. I'll do all that. Like, and then I'll just be completely busy and I'll be thinking like, why the fuck didn't you do, why didn't you start your videos and everything when you had all these open free days? (laughs) Right. But that's comfortable to look backwards and be upset. Like it's almost like you get upset about what you didn't do. And that makes you feel better somehow about not doing it. You're like, well, at least I'm mad that I didn't do it, you know, but (laughs) Honestly, the not doing it, it it drives further into your future self too, because the more you don't do it, the more you have an idea about yourself that you're someone who doesn't do. Right. And then, you know, then the next thing like that, that adds into the emotional feelings you have around the things you do or don't do, which brings in more procrastination, which, you know, like it's kind of this vicious cycle that you can get in and the procrastination gives you a momentary relief. Right. From feeling bad about this thing you're not doing. You feel like you're doing something. Yeah. And that like that little momentary boon for a lot of people is worth having the like larger growing pain. Right. In that in that moment at least. But when you're like going to sleep at night or you have a moment of like quietness to yourself, that's when you start really thinking and ruminating like oh why am I not doing this I should be doing this and that's Mm -hmm. when you start really feeling bad about yourself and she talks about that cycle in the article where when you procrastinate you feel bad about procrastinating which gives you even more anxiety and more self-doubt and more bad feelings about the task at hand and about yourself which makes you in turn procrastinate more and it leads to long-term effects of just feeling like chronically stressed or just having this like looming, you know, thing over your head or just like feeling just like a loser, like you're not getting things done or even Absolutely. having um, symptoms of depression. So long term procrastinating continuously really has a bad effect on your life. Yeah, you know, it makes you start to feel like you can't ever do anything. It makes you feel like a failure. Right. right? Absolutely. And so, you know, and I think it's interesting. I feel like I've... I'm like the mega procrastinator. Like my my original thought after I read this was like, it must be nice to have time to procrastinate. You know, like I was on this high horse. Like I don't even have time to procrastinate because I'm so busy that like if I procrastinated at all, things would get off course and I would be like totally fucked. So I don't procrastinate. Like I don't organize my spice drawer. That was one of the examples the author gave of something you might do to, you know, put something on. I'm like, no, there's no spice drawer organizing happening here. Right. I have so <laughs> many things that need immediate attention in a day that don't happen, that get offloaded to the next day, that there's just like a never ending task. And I have, you know, my life feels kind of frenzied a lot of the times. Like it's just moving from one thing to another, trying to get it done before the deadline whatever that may be. But I have so many tasks that are deadline oriented that, like you said, you know, I I don't have a choice. I've made it. So I have so many things to do with no choice. And honestly, when I think about it, that is a procrastination tool. 
because there are things that I want to be thinking about. There are things that I want, you know, if I'm really, really honest, there's things that I want to do with my life and things that I want to create and say and make that without time to reflect and without time to make it happen, I'm never going to do that. And I think the reason I don't make the time is because I have fear around these things around people not liking it or not receiving it or being ignored or being unimportant or being unworthy of of even the task of creating you know right. so i think that i've i've really positioned myself in like the ultimate procrastinators world you know <laughs> where i i i've made this thing that just pushes off this other thing you know right. and and i've got to i've got to work on that for sure yeah, like I think that it's just funny that we are like both night and day like that. Like you just have so much and I have like endless time where I am doing nothing but organizing the spice drawer, you know, right? pretty much like I'm doing nothing but like thinking of like random things that need to be done that aren't nearly as important as the thing that I should be getting done. Yeah, and, that, and that's, you know, they're both challenging times to be in too. Yeah. Like they're neither is, is better and both are not really, you know, if I'm honest, both are not super healthy. Right. I want to go through some of these tips that she has. One thing she says you can do is break the cycle. The cycle that you just mentioned, right? You know, feeling anxiety, procrastinating, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? One, I think that you can pay more attention to how you're feeling. So when you're about to do something and then you notice that you're tempted to procrastinate or fill it in with something else, what are you feeling? Is it anxiety? Is it unworthiness? Is it fear? You know, what is that exact emotion? And then maybe there's something you can do that speaks to that emotion rather than, you know, tamping it down. Right. And I think just having the awareness of hat, like, oh, I'm doing this because I'm feeling this way. I think even that right. awareness could help a lot because a lot of times we don't even pay attention to the way we're feeling. We just, we just, in our head, we just say, oh, I don't feel like it. You know what I mean? But there's right. actually an emotion that is going along with that. And I think that if you kind of, tune into that and address that emotion, it can make it easier for you to move on with the task that you need to be doing. Sure. And the second thing she says is do, you know, small and easy first. So like, think about what the first step is to what you're going to be doing and then do that first step. Like you had a good example where you said, well, if I'm procrastinating cleaning my bathrooms, then you maybe what I should do is just get out the cleaning supplies and put on gloves. Because once you do that, you're clearly not going to go back after that. Right. You know, once you have the cleaning supplies on, you have the gloves on, you're like, okay, fine, I'll just do this real quick. Right. So starting small and easy. Um, yeah, like maybe I should just take all the shit out of these boxes and put it on the floor and then I'll be like, what? I can't have all this stuff on the floor? Yes, you should definitely do that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Another thing is a bigger, better offer. So outsmarting your worst impulses. So if you notice that there's a pattern that you, you know, you feel this and then you do that, then really think about what you could insert between those two things that's, you know, that's a better, a better, more appealing offer to your brain. So try to like outsmart your reptilian brain. Um, focusing on the reward, you know, how you're going to feel after uh, when you do accomplish it or when you do get it done. Like I, I use that tactic a lot where I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to do this, but let me just do it and then I'm going to feel fine, you know, once I get it done. Right, right. When you focus on the thing, like if you are procrastinating, let's say cleaning your bathroom, if you focus on like, wow, I'm going to have a really nice clean bathroom and it's going to be awesome mm -hmm. instead of thinking like, oh shit, I have to scrub a tub. It'll be. Right. Or maybe like I'll take a nice bath when I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. In a clean bathtub. Right. Yeah. 
And then, you know, I always say this a million times, but just doing something that's kind of like in the same vein, just do, just start, just do something small, just stay on that task. Maybe don't think you're going to achieve the whole thing, but just say, I'm going to do something toward that end today and then do something small. And then the next day you might feel a little bit more confident about doing the next thing. Mm-hmm. And then she really hammers home the self-compassion thing, you know, that we've talked about right. so much. And, and we started this conversation with like, you have to make time for yourself. And last week when we were talking about focus and how important it is to, to figure out, you know, like where you want to be focusing on in a major way. And then also actually giving yourself time to focus in, you know, that, that can really, you know, like just caring about yourself, just giving this giving to yourself, I think in general. I think that when she talks about forgiveness, that's huge because a lot of times we let our past hold us back and we think so much of, you know, we have all these bad thoughts and bad emotions and bad ideas about ourselves from the things that we did, you know, did or didn't do in this case, right. didn't do, you know? So if you're there like thinking about what a shitty person you are because you didn't do these things, if you forgive yourself and have some self-compassion, they even did a study. I believe in the article, they mentioned a study that students that forgave themselves for failing a test did better on the next test than students who, you know, kind of felt just kept on beating themselves up about it. So yeah. And I think even forgiving procrastination, like if you have an afternoon where you put everything off to do some other random thing, just, you know, don't beat yourself up about that. Just move on. Yeah, exactly. You know, this kind of makes me think about last week, right? So last week we gave this homework to sit in your car when you're driving, to not listen to anything and to give yourself some time. So I actually did this. I went, I drove to Connecticut I drove back. It was like three and a half hours in each direction. And I did not listen to anything the entire time I was in the car. Which is crazy to me. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm telling you, it was easy because I was so backed up on my thoughts. Like the first drive was really unproductive. I just kept, I kept ruminating over this like kind of negative thoughts that just kept popping in and passing. And then the same thought would come back, you know, all about like, like what, what I wish I felt entitled to, what other people are getting that I'm not having, like what, you know, this competitive, like this person's doing that, but I haven't been able to do that. But like, what was it I even want to do? And like, you know, all this like negative, just, it was kind of like a clearing out the pipes. Yeah. And then on the way back, I think I did better kind of thinking about, you know, like some, some good measures I could take to sort of move myself into the direction I want to go into and kind of trying to get some clarity. But honestly, it was so hard to think, it was so hard. It was like, like I was rusty, you know, mm. like, like things just like things were not like moving. I kept like hitting roadblocks and I definitely think it's because I'm backed up and I'm not giving myself enough time on a daily basis to sit quietly and reflect. Right. And honestly, I've been thinking about revisiting the meditation thing. Right. I meditated the other day and it was interesting because I like would get all these like new ideas about things that I should be doing or, you know, ideas of like new ventures to start. And it's, you know, I have a lot more time in my day to think, but usually day to day thing. But when you kind of like really set time away, then you kind of come up with ideas about your life and how to improve what you're doing. And if you can get your procrastination under control, you can actually do them. (laughs) Yeah, heck yeah. That's right. That's a good way to bring it full circle. So, okay, so next week, Um, we're going to, like I mentioned, we'll be talking about day job versus dream job in our next full length episode. And really just kind of thinking about, you know, why we end up where we do versus where we might want to be. And then how to sort of tackle that in between about, you know, how to start working toward making something a little bit more 
what you want. And I also think a lot about like dream job being this kind of like ideal, but maybe sometimes your dream job is just something that's good and easy for you that makes enough money, you know? Right. Absolutely. So anyway, we'll and talk I think about that, that changes what your dream job is evolves a lot throughout your yeah, life. For sure. So yes, we'll talk about all that next week. And thank you for listening. We would really appreciate it if you would rate and review this podcast. Tell us how awesome we are and how much we're helping you in your life <laughs> mm-hmm. and share it with your friends because yes. that really helps yes and especially you know if you see a topic that you think your friend might be struggling with like if you have a friend that procrastinates definitely share this with them and we would love to hear from you so if you have a question write us to kickinthepanties.com and visit us or visit us on facebook at facebook slash kitp podcast Awesome. Well, for this week, this has been Carolyn and Becca saying, what are you going to do this week? Kicking the panties. Get that shit done, girl.